0: Blog Talk Radio
1: Good evening everybody. This is uh Ryan Hayes with Access Radio Live. Today is Tuesday, October 13th, 2015. Before we get started with the show, I would like to thank our sponsors. Without this we all our sponsors, the show wouldn't happen. Um Quality Refrigeration Concepts. Quality Refrigeration is now QRC, specializing in HVAC now. Quality Refrigeration The entire staff at Quality Refrigeration is dedicated to making customer satisfaction their number one priority. At, At QRC, they do that by providing reputable and professional heating and air services. That's the foundation for excellence committed to you. Our other sponsor is Garden of Life. Garden of Life is an organic protein and I would not endorse any product on my show that I haven't used myself. Garden of life, raw protein is organic used by a lot of UFC and Bellator MMA fighters. It's, it's the best stuff because it's all good for you. When you got, when you got, when you put organic stuff in your body, that means it's strictly organic. It's strictly uh, from, you know, right from where it's grown and there's nothing else added there's no injections or anything like that um, but gardener life products are designed to let you take control of your own health it's extraordinary they believe that premium nutrition goes beyond the ordinary your health is a gift and it's extraordinary health is a goal worth pursuing for both you and your family now before i always start my show I'm always being asked about certain things going on around uh, around the world, especially in sports. Um, so, the email that I got the most everybody wanted to know my opinion on the uh, Utley-Tahada situation. Um, and I and I and I tell you what, for for those that that, that don't know, um, Utley was is being served a two-game suspension for sliding into second base where Ruben Tejada was uh playing at. Now I don't know a lot about baseball, I know enough about it to know what's going on. So apparently uh Tejada got a ground ball going toward uh you know going toward second. Um and so he was gonna he was gonna force out at second and and then turn the double play to first. But before he could turn the double play Utley slid in, and it kind of flipped him up in the air and broke his leg. And so, what I was getting out of that is that apparently that, that that he could have actually walked up; he didn't have to slide, or he slid he slid too late. I don't know. Um, honestly, had not really kept up with baseball, so I really, so honestly, I really couldn't tell you what uh, you know what my opinion on it is. I mean, I, I don't. I don't want to sit here and say that that uh, Utley's intentions was on breaking. Rumor to leg. I mean, I, I I don't know. Freak stuff happens in in any kind of sport, um, especially a contact sport. Um, and so hopefully uh, to 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 Tejada will be well on his way to a uh, a positive and 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 pain free recovery. The other thing that i am been asked about is some of the situation that happened a long time ago. I think you missed. I think I mentioned earlier. I'm a I'm big into mixed martial arts, and one of my favorite fighters got a Nick Diaz. Uh, is being served literally a five-year ban for testing positive for marijuana. Now, I don't know, for those of you guys who keep up with MMA, Nick Diaz is an, an avid marijuana smoker. He doesn't uh, keep it a secret. He'll tell you. But he's also from Stockton, California, where marijuana is is legalized recreationally and this isn't the first time that he's tested positive for marijuana but what makes the suspension a little bit too harsh is that diaz is 31 years old and before he could fight again he'd be somewhere around 36 37 which is almost a lifetime ban because you know your body kind of starts to go downhill after 30. um my opinion is it, it is harsh for the simple fact that that there has been more people who have tested positive for steroids, which is dangerous. You know you step in there in a combative sport with someone on on steroids they can kill you and unless i'm wrong some you know i've I've never heard a story about marijuana being uh being the reason why somebody's killed somebody in a combative sport, not to mention steroids they're they are a performance enhancer uh and 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 they're designed to enhance your performance marijuana is not like that. So there's this petition that's been going around for a, a lot of fans to sign. It's he needs to get 100,000 a, a signatures um to petition the White House to get the Nevada State Athletic Commission to overturn his suspension. And I got one more story cuz it was funny because I didn't know this at the time because it has to deal it kind of has to deal with Davie County and the Davie County football team. So I'm in a wrestling tournament, St. Stephen's High School, and a friend of mine calls me and he says, Hey, I'm at a restaurant in, in, in Moxville, which is in Davie County, called O'Callahan's. Well, never been there before in my life. Um, I never heard of it. I just GPS myself there and I met up with my friends, and we were eating and watching the football game. Well, what makes this story funny is, is that I have one of those smartphones that has the pill smart remote app. And there are certain times where I can become a big kid and I start doing things that maybe I shouldn't do, or I think it's funny, but may not be funny to somebody else. So the college football games are on and I proceed to cut the main TV off in old Callahan's with my smartphone, uh, not once, not twice. But like five times. So at this point, they're thinking something's wrong with the TV. Now, I had no idea that, and I don't know what his position is, but the, the manager, maybe an owner, guy ain't Mr. Reynolds, his son is the starting quarterback at, at, uh, at Davie County, which is a Chris Reynolds. The last time I cut it off, I was pointing at him and said, hey, man, why ain't the TV working? So he cuts it back on, and finally I said, man, you know, I've been here joking the whole time, man. I've been cutting it off. So he he looks at me with this grin, but I could just kind of tell behind that grin, he's like, you asshole. Like, this is like college football. My restaurant is packed, and you're cutting off the TV. So it was like a smile, like, hey, funny joke, but it was sort of like a – Sarcastic, like smile, like dude, I could really come over there and slap you right now, and of course, I kind of like I, I really felt bad about it, but like you know, I, that was just me trying to be funny. But uh, enough of my ramblings here. I want to tell you who I've got on the show that I'm getting ready to have on. His, uh, it's, it's Cooper Wall. He is a, a wide receiver for the Davy county high school football team in Moxville, North Carolina. Um, you know, I, I show up, and I don't really have any intentions on covering any certain person. I just watch the game play out, and I see who, who the top performers are, and I just simply, you know, pick one. Well, it, it was it, it was a tough loss for, for Davey. Um, but, but through and through, you, you know, this Cooper wall kid didn't did stop coming. I mean, he, you know, it, it was like he, he demanded perfection from himself. And when times got tough, when it came in a clutch, I could see him looking over at Chris Reynolds, asking him like, I want the ball. And when he got it, he turned, he he, he turned, he turned every catch almost into positive yards. I don't even think he really got, got, got hit, you know, with, with negative yardage. I mean, he, uh but, yeah, you know, I was just very, very uh um, um excited just when watching the guy play and and how he played and you know and times got kind of tough, he he just he just kept on coming. Um and I just thought he played a good game, not to take anything from anybody else, because on you know, on the the other wide receiver, Ben Ellis, I mean he played a hell of a game too. So uh I if I could get everybody on this show I would. But I'm getting ready to uh, bring Cooper on, so uh, let's start the show.
0: Hey,
1: Cooper, you with me, buddy?
0: Uh, Yes, I'm with you.
1: Hey, man, thanks for being on the show, man.
0: Oh, yeah, thanks for having me. It's it's an honor.
1: Hey, you know, uh, this is the question I always like start out with all my all my first time uh, uh, interviewers. Um, tell me a little bit about your, uh, your your football background and how you got started. Uh,
0: I've been playing football, I guess, since I was about four or five years old. I used to play flag football down at the YMCA, and I just I was always always I was always pretty good, and I whenever we got to tackling football. I just continue playing there, and I just continue to like it more and more. And now, since I'm at the high school, it's just a blast now.
1: Um, so like I said earlier, I was at the game. Um, where you know you guys played West Forsyth, and it and you guys actually uh, was played them hard, had the lead going in halftime. After the halftime, what do you feel like in that game where, where everything went south? What, what what do you feel like went wrong in that game?
0: I just felt like they out-executed us. I mean, we had we had all the opportunities in the world to win that football game. But, I mean, in the end, the team that out-executes the other team wins, and the second half was just not our half. You
1: know, I was talking about, you know, uh, Chris, you know, the – Chris Reynolds, your quarterback, he played hard. Bless his heart, man. You know, he, 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 he threw three interceptions, and it wasn't his night. You know, and of course, he's not going out there wanting to throw three interceptions. I I think what I saw was sometimes a thought that he might have uh, rushed it a little bit, uh, trying to make something happen at him. I mean, and, and in and the heat of the moment, you know, sometimes you – you make a decision that you think's good at the time that you that you realize wasn't. I think when he you know I think he he had one interception that he that he got off and where he where because he was getting ready to get sacked where I believe it was like third draft down where I thought maybe he should just kind of gotten attention at the fourth quarter and might as well just give you, give uh you, yourself a, a second chance even if it does put you back a little bit more yards, but. At the end of the day, you know I, I think the kid seems like a good quarterback. I mean he he, he hooked it up with you um, nine times for 109 yards and a touchdown. Um, he he uh, hooked it up with Ben Ellis ten times. I mean, you know, so he went out there and played his butt off. I believe Davy as a whole, I think the record's three and five. But you guys don't play like a three and five team. You guys play more uh, more like a team that. Like West Forsyth, you know, at that level level, but East Forsyth or Reagan or West Forsyth, you guys obviously have that talent because you did stay in the game with a very, very good West Forsyth team. Um, with you, um, how do you, how do you assess uh, your performance individually uh, in that game?
0: Well, I mean, for myself, I I think I had a pretty good game, probably one of the best of my career actually as a Davy high receiver. But uh, in the end, it's, it's all about, it's all about winning to me. And no matter how good of a game I have, if we don't come out on top at the, at the end, I I just can't look at it as a I just can't look at it as something good.
1: You know, and it's funny you said that because I always tell kids that I coach that it's always better to learn from a hard-fought win than a hard fought loss. And, you know, you did what you, you know, you did what you could. And even though you thought you played well as a, as a team, you guys didn't win. And that's the part that sucks because I, the, the way you played, it should have been capped off by you guys getting, by you guys getting the team. Um, you know, but it, it didn't happen that way. I mean, West Forsyth, they, they have, they have good studs. Um, on offense and on defense, I mean you got McMillan and Slade, who was basically a two-man show, and then you got you know KJ Heron, who who you know ha- took the third interception back to the house. I mean so I mean you know af- you know Western Safe has their own good athletes. Now what you what I was what I what I was impressed by is like I said the yards the yards after the catch like it you you. We're always making sure you I – can mean, you every time I saw you catch a pass, you got a first down. But what I really like, and I happened to be in a Davie County press box when it happened, and I, I think they called it back. They said you stepped out of bounds. But I, I, I'm not sure what kind of route you ran. I'm not sure was some sort of phase, some sort of smash route. But you got the ball, caught it. You faked in, went out, and the Davie defense – excuse me, the West Side defensive back literally, like, fell off his feet because you faked him out, and you went straight to the end zone, but they they called it back because you maybe stepped out of bounds. you remember something like that?
0: I do remember that, and uh, honestly, I really don't think I stepped out of bounds. I think that that, that, that play right there was a huge change in the game, and that whole play, that whole situation right there, I think that really took a toll on the game in the uh, aftermath.
1: Well, it, it's like I said. It, it wasn't like you guys weren't in the game. The, the, the take away the three turnovers, you guys have very well have won that game. If you just take away the three turnovers, but you know, turnovers kill a drive. I mean, and, and, it, and it's hard. And the hardest thing is to be able to bounce back you know, mentally from 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 turning the ball over, and 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 it just happens. You know, sometimes you just got to stay disciplined. And when you stay disciplined, you try to, you know, be a little, you know, you try to focus on the task at hand. And it, and I guess the goal is to it, to try to make sure you're not turning the ball over as much and everybody's doing the right thing. Now, moving forward, I want to say you got this uh, game against North Davidson High School. Um, how has you and your team, how are you guys preparing for that game?
0: Well, coming off a tough loss like this, we're hungry. We're looking for a win we're looking to get back into the, the the race of the CPC conference and we feel we feel like we can come into this game Friday night and we feel like we can win and not just win just win big i mean i feel like we feel really good about this game friday and we're starving
1: um have 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 you guys been able to watch uh, um any video yet have you watched anything on huddle uh, is there anything that that you guys are having to prepare for it. it maybe that maybe no other football team does. Or what's well,
0: North Davidson, they do have a stud running back, and I'll, he's very talented, very good athlete. And I feel like if we if we can shut him down, it's we got the game.
1: You know, another thing I saw, I I might have said uh, I might have uh, offense. You said everybody, you know look at a quarterback or, 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 or what was it? He, he's, he's going to be the one running it and you couldn't have called it any better because that's exactly what happened. And you, you know, I was like, dude, you know, you really called that. He's like, man, I know. Cause like, I, 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 I you know, I listen, I, you know, I watch this stuff. I, I see the film, you know, and, you know, and, and this is, this is coming from a guy that's a sophomore, man. Like, I mean, and, you, and you're really trying to get better. You're really looking at film, you're really trying to look at who all, you know, who all their stud guys was, what, you know what play they tend to run on what down and what distance. I mean, that's all. That all goes into being a good football player. Even though that was on the whole other side of the ball, but I mean, it's always good to know because even on the sideline, if you could yell something out there to the defense, that could possibly help them. Um, then yell it. I mean, every, that's part of being a team. Um, it's, it's it, and that's what you do. I mean, you just don't stay quiet on the sideline. And I, I'm telling you from from the time that game started all the way until the end of that game, you guys were, I mean, the pads were, they were cracking. I mean, you guys were, like, laying hits on everybody. And I, I was thinking, like, I i played high school football. I played at R.J. Reynolds High School. uh um oh And I, I, I remember, like, those guys, like, you know, out there getting stuck like that. And I remember telling myself, man, I – I'd have probably had to quit. I'd have had to sit that one out, man. That a little bit too hard for me. Or maybe it's just I'm, I'm, I'm old and it just look, it looks like it was hard. But I mean, I was out there too. But um, in football, like, what do you feel like has been your best moment, like, to date?
0: Uh, I definitely feel like making varsity as a freshman last year was my best moment. Uh, that was a moment I'm extremely proud of that I – Take pride in. I mean, it's something a lot of people don't get the chance to do. So it's just me, me playing. Uh, varsity as a freshman, I learned a lot of new things from the older guys. They, they just taught me, and they really did. They took me under their wing, and it was just, it was just a fun time last year. And this year, I'm taking those things that I learned from those guys, and I'm putting it onto the field. And I became a better player since last year.
1: Um. So. You're 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 pretty successful, you know, at the wide receiver position. What did you do um, in the off season, and, and you know anything during your training in the off season? This led up to being some of the keys to why you're successful out there.
0: I have to give a huge thank you to my man Adam Barber. He he's a personal trainer at Torque Performance and Fitness. He improved my speed, my strength, the my, just about anything you name, and he's, he has improved it. And also playing basketball over the summer and during the spring, I mean, I can translate my basketball athleticism onto the football field. And, I mean, they're really not that much different.
1: You know, you mentioned the name Barber because I know that name. I They've kind of been synonymous with Davey Wrestling. Uh, you know, I know there's an Adam. I know there's a Jared. And I want to say – that either one wrestled or all of them wrestled, but I know those Barber kids did wrestle, um, and they were they were pretty good. But yeah, um, I actually heard I actually heard of that that, that place. But I'm and I'm glad you know, I'm glad that's where you go out there and you're getting getting the help that you need from. Um, well, so when you're out there when you're out there playing like on a Friday night before you play, like what do you do to kind of get into that sort of zone? That That whole focus to to where you have to put you know everything else but what's going on now out of your head,
0: yeah, before the games i like to I like to have fun i don't like I don't like to like sit and be quiet and act like I like to get up, I like to have fun, I like to get my energy going, so when I get out onto the field, I've already got everything going, and I'm not stagnant, I'm not feeling like I'm not feeling dead, I've got that energy going, I'm ready to go. Before the game, I'm I really don't take no breaks. I'm I'm not sitting still. I'm moving all the time.
1: Well, what when 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 you're out there, what do you feel like in, in football itself? What's the most challenging that you find about it? What what is the most challenging thing about football?
0: Uh, definitely the most challenging thing about football would have to be, uh, I, I would have to say just. It's it's a huge stage, so your emotions and your nerves they get to you, and just sometimes they just they get to you and you can't stop them. So I feel like that's the biggest challenge: just your nerves and your emotions.
1: Is uh is there a certain um goal that that, that you have for yourself individually for this year? Like, and if so, what 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 are they?
0: Well, individually, I would like. I'd like to get to up close to a thousand yards or even this year. I feel like that would be a huge uh, accomplishment for me. And as a team, I mean, as a team, we're looking to make the playoffs and have a get that momentum going into the playoffs and have a good run. So I got goals for teams, and I got goals for my individual self.
1: And what is the well? What's the best like advice that someone's ever given you that you know that's helped you out? as a, a tremendously as a player.
0: Well, last year my first varsity game, I'm feeling sick to my stomach. I got butterflies in my stomach everywhere cuz I know I'm going to go out there and I'm starting as a freshman against Greensboro Page High School, one of the most premier high school teams around. And all the older guys were telling me it's nothing different than middle school football. You just go out there and do your thing. You're you're special. That's why you're on varsity as a freshman. And I think all those older guys really get the nerves and all the butterflies out on my stomach before any of those games because they had faith in me. And I knew if they had faith in me, I'd have faith in myself.
1: Well, what do you think kind of sets you aside from anybody else kind of – on your team, like it what what sets you aside. Not that I'm saying that you're, you're better than everybody in a sense, but what what sets you aside uh, from like anybody else on the team, as far as like your your work ethic.
0: Well, I treat I, I like to treat practice like it's a game. I mean, I it, every single rep I'm going hard, and I mean, it's just. You gotta treat those like it's a game, and you gotta go hard every play because that uh, practice transfers to the game. And if you slack in practice, I mean, when it comes to game time, you can, you can be slacking out there too.
1: Is, is there anything that, 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 that kind of scares you that you really can't get around on Friday night, and you know it's just always gotta like that's always gonna be there? Do you, is there anything that just kind of scares you?
0: Uh, no, nothing. Nothing does scare me on Friday nights. Uh, Friday nights are something I look forward to every week, and I mean I'm counting down to this Friday night already. So whenever it comes Friday, I'm pumped and I'm ready to go.
1: You, you know, when I, when I ask that question to a lot of uh, athletes, whether it be football, um, um, baseball, or wrestling, they always say that they're that, that they're scared to fail and. I'm, you know, and, and when I when I hear that, I always tell them that it's all that it's always it's always okay to recognize failure because you know failure failure is an option, and and, and I always say it's a it's a very readily it's a readily available option, but it's a choice, and you can choose to fail or you could choose to succeed. So if you feel that you've done the necessary stuff and the practice leading up to that game or to that match, then you shouldn't be ready to you shouldn't be uh fearing you know, you shouldn't fear failing because you, you should know that you put everything um that you possibly could in that practice to get you ready for the game. So sometimes I think that if you if you're scared if you're scared of failure that means deep down inside, you don't think that you've done everything that you could to prepare for that game. Um, and every, you know, every kid, because I've I've coached football a little bit. You know, I'm more of a wrestling guy, but and this is just advice that I'm giving to anybody that's listening um, that, that plays any kind of sports. Anytime you're in practice, you have to go in there with the intentions on beating the practice up. You got to make the practice tired but you just don't go through the moves. You know, I, I asked a couple of kids I coached back in the day, I said, uh, how many of you guys subscribe to the school of thought to practice makes perfect? And, of course, everybody raises their their, their, their hand because it's the old cliche. Everybody knows to say yes to that. But I said, well, you're wrong because only a perfect practice makes perfect. So if, you, if you're out there in practice but you're lollygagging through the drills and and all the other stuff you're and you're not you're not doing everything the way it's supposed to be done and you're sitting up there and it's because you're not on the first you're not in the first group then you're sitting back talking to all the other players and and but then you wonder why you are riding a bench by the way because you're not working hard in practice so when you're in practice I always tell them you got you you got to make the practice tired you got to do everything 100 percent from start to finish and that's how you that's how you become a better football player, and that's how your team as a whole become um become better football players now the question I have for you is uh how do you how are you able to juggle the 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 uh um being a football player a student athlete and uh well you know just a student athlete as far as like playing football being a student and then the, the things that go on in your personal life, how do you how are you able to juggle that?
0: Well, I mean, I always look at school coming first, I mean, 'cause that's what's gonna that's what's gonna help me further my life. And the way I juggle this is I mean, really people overstress a lot of that stuff because when I mean, just myself, I really don't have a lot of homework on the weekdays. I don't have a lot of schoolwork out of school on the weekdays. So right now, me juggling my athletics, my personal life, and my uh, schoolwork, it's it's not that difficult right now. So uh, right, I'm having a pretty, I'm having a pretty fine job doing this, and uh, it's right now it's easy t- for me.
1: Um, well, tell me a little bit. About well, um, tell me a little bit about your coach, um, it, it, Co- Coach Holman. Tell me a little bit about him. How has he impacted you?
0: Coach Holman, I I love that man to death. I mean, he he's always trying. Uh, every time I see him at school, I dap him up. I say, So Coach Holman." I usually have a good conversation with him. Uh, uh, he's never. He's always looking to encourage you. He's never looking to bring you down. And, I mean, the thing I like about him the most is if you do something wrong, he tells you you do it wrong. He doesn't sugarcoat it. He doesn't He doesn't try to make things better. He tells you that you're doing it wrong. But he also helps you learn from that mistake. And that's what I appreciate about him the most.
1: Um, well, other than playing wide receiver, is there any other position that, that you would will- – did you want to try to play that you haven't played yet? That you think you may be good at?
0: Uh, not really. I mean, when I was younger, I played a little bit of free safety, but defense is just not for me. I'm an offensive-minded player, and uh, offense is just where I love to be, and I I succeed pretty well there. So, right now, offense. I just I love the offensive side of the ball.
1: What do you What do you feel like? um that you did you need to work on like as part of your game what do you feel like you need to work
0: on uh i mean as a sophomore i'm not i'm, I'm as big as the guys out there but i'm just, i'm not as aggressive i feel like sometimes they out aggressive me sometimes they get the better of me so i feel like next or even to improve towards the end of this season and going into next year i need to be more aggressive i need to take i need to go out there Main. I need to go out and just go out there and be a main football player.
1: Um, is there has there been a time where like what where you had like that that one play or that you that you wished maybe that you can like get back? Do you remember the game? Like where you just oh my god, like I, it, you just messed up so bad and you wish you could have it back. Do you remember that?
0: Uh. Yes, West Rowan last year as a freshman. I'm second game of the season, uh, wide open, passing the end zone. going to be my first varsity touchdown. And I catch it, but then I juggle it a little bit and end up catching it out of bounds. Well, they call me out of bounds, and just that whole sequence just happened so fast. I just wish I could have that back because that would have been something special right there my first party varsity touchdown was in my second game but i mean everything happens for a reason so
1: do you is there a certain is there a certain defensive back since you've been playing high school football on a varsity level that you remember being like the hardest guy to play against like he's really good at, at his position really good at kind of uh making it hard for you to get the ball. Like, do you remember, do you remember who that was or what game it was? Somebody that you can actually really shout out and say, Hey man, like you played hard against me.
0: Uh, Yeah, definitely. Last year we played a very, very good North Davidson team and they had a corner. His name was uh, Josh Thomas. And he, he was, he was locked down. He was tough. He was fast. He was tall. He never, he was everywhere on the field and, physical I mean he was just he was tough out there and I, I as a freshman it was it it was just it was hard it was difficult but he, he is definitely the best cornerback I've ever played against
1: um outside of football um take all athletics out football basketball um what what do you like to do? Are you are are you a typical you know Davy County kid with a with a truck with big mud tires and 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 dip and and wear and wear all the uh, camouflage with the get or done hats or well what do you do?
0: No, I'm not that typical Davy County kid. I mean, I I do drive a jacked up jeep, but I in my free time I like to hang out with my friends. I like to uh, play golf. I, I'm more of like I'm not. I don't like to be out doing something all the time. I'm more of just a – I'm more of a chill guy.
1: Got you. Tell me a little bit about the relationship that you have with certain guys on the team, you know, even even outside of athletics. See, the, the part of being a team is what I tell people. It's, it's being able to have the camaraderie, um, not only just – on the practice field and during the games, but, like, outside. Like, you want to feel like that your teammates can depend on you in in any in, in situations if they need anything on and off the field. So, that being said, what do you feel like is – how is your relationship with the players on your team? Maybe your quarterback, uh, Chris Reynolds, or the, the the other guy that plays opposite to you, Ben Ellis. Like, what, what are your relationship with guys like that? Uh,
0: me and Chris, we've been – but he's ever since he moved here when he was in sixth grade, and he's always he's always in even in middle school in elementary school ball he's always thrown to me he's he's been my quarterback and I love that kid to death and me and him have always just had that special bond on and off the football field so me i mean that's just been one of my good friends for the past couple of years and me and ben Ellis we have we've grown to be one i I think one of the best receiving duos in the state, and I think that we have grown a bond on and off the field. Me and him, last year, we really – we were we were friends, but we really didn't talk as much as we did this year. But So I feel like me and him have grown into – we have a great bond now. And last but not least, all my offensive linemen, they're the ones that protect Chris so he can get me the ball. I mean, mm-hmm. they're – I love all them guys to death, and they look out for me. I look out for them. So when they got my back, and I mean, I'm even good friends with them off the field. So it's always good to have a good connection with everyone on your team.
1: Um, tell tell, tell me this: you're you're also a, um a basketball player um for Davy, as well as a football player. Do what is your ultimate goal do you plan do you want to play uh either of those sports at the next level and if so which one which one are you wanting it to be
0: well uh i yes, I do want to play at the next level, and right now, I really have not decided what i want to play i mean basketball pro- is probably a little bit over football, but i mean as as my high school as my high school career keeps going, I'm gonna play out my options. Whichever one I feel like is the best for myself, that's which one i'm gonna choose
1: being that you know the, the, you're a great athlete um being a great athlete and that you are it comes with a lot of uh with, with a lot of pressure and how do you how do you like handle the pressure of being the the the, the, the popular kid in the hallways um and you know just being you know being a part of like having to manage, like you being a popular kid and, and the pressure of that, you know, with the student body and everybody basically coming up to you and, you know, just speaking to you, talking to you. I mean, how how do you handle that popularity? I guess.
0: Uh I mean, I I enjoy that. I like I like I like being that guy. It's it's fun. It's but the press that you can you just can't let that pressure get to you. Uh, you gotta drown everything out and just be yourself uh on and off the field. I mean, just you just always, you always gotta be careful about what you say you always gotta be careful about what you do 'cause someone someone is always watching you even if you think they they're not so that's how that that's how I look at it
1: he, you know it it kind of brings you back we'll go back almost where I said when I came to cover you um like I was kind of looking at everybody, but I kind of almost had it. Really, have, not even midway through the through the first quarter, who I was wanting to cover and actually interview, and I I I didn't want you to know. I wasn't going to tell anybody. I wasn't going to tell the athletic director. I wasn't, you know, because I didn't want you to know. Because sometimes the way you figure out somebody is how they how they play or how they act when nobody's looking, and so. You know that that's how you that that's how you really find out that you know some the true meaning uh, you know in in somebody or really what they're all about is how they are when nobody's looking and also how how you are when 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 times get tough. See, the easiest thing to do, Cooper, is is what I tell a lot of people: the easiest thing to do is to keep your chest up and, and keep your head high when you're doing great and your team's doing great, but it's 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 how you act, you know, when you do lose and when times are tough. That's really, you know, if a if a if a co- I tell people if a college coach is sitting in the stands and they were looking at you, they are actually looking at how you act when times when times are tough and when your team's losing and you're not playing that good individually, because a lot of times that's what they're going to base their decision off whether they want to sign you or not. So I always tell everybody out there, you never know who's in the stands watching, and you always got to be. On your game, and don't and not let people know that things are getting to you. Now, being a kid that you are, you know, like I said, we went through. Kind of a lot of people know you. If somebody wanted to fo- follow your uh, your your high school career and 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 thereafter, are you on any kind of social media? Um, you know, your Instagrams, your your, your Twitters, and if so, um, what's your uh, what's your little hashtag or handles to them?
0: Uh, uh uh on uh Instagram you can find me at uh Ocho underscore underscore uno and on Twitter you can find me at uh Tupuall underscore two.
1: Now before I let you go, here and, and here is the question that I, I get a lot of people that, a lot of people with because it just kinda tells me a little bit, you know, kind of what your thought process is. And I, and the reason why I like this question, is because I went and I interviewed for a job and it was going to be one of the, one of the best jobs that I've ever had. And, and, and I sat down with the person interviewing me and it, you know, he introduced himself to me. I introduced myself back to him. And the first question was, and it's the question I'm going to ask you, if you could have dinner with two people, Living or dead, who would it be, and why?
0: Uh, two people. Uh, I would. One of them would have to be Randy Moss. Randy Moss is my favorite athlete to ever walked this earth. That's who I like to model my game after. And he is just. I mean, I just find nobody better than Randy Moss. And another one would have to be. Uh, I'm gonna say. Mm, I'm going to say Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton would be another person I would like to have dinner with because I just would love to have dinner with the president. And I feel like he would be one of the most entertaining and one of the, one of the ones that would keep everything going. And it'd just be an honor to have dinner with both of them.
1: Cool. Um, you know, Randy Moss, Cooper, and you're going to get mad at him because if I would, if I would a month ago. I might have got, I, I could have gotten some sort of autograph from Randy Moss. Randy Moss relocated to Charlotte, and like I could say I do a lot with mixed martial arts. And a couple friends of mine, they're fight promoters in Charlotte. They had a fight, and Randy Moss, who I already knew before I got there, was going to show up. So Randy Moss showed up, and you know, I, I I got to talk to him, and and you know, kind of just shoot the shit with him or whatever. And 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 that was what it was. But I'm pretty sure that if I would have said, "Hey, you know, can you autograph this jersey, or autograph this, you know, whatever," I could have got it for you. But from what I could gather from just talking to him, he seemed like a pretty nice and, and, and respectful person. Um, well, we're getting close to the end, and I just wanted to ask him if you do you have anything else to share? Uh,
0: no, I feel like I've, I feel like I've said it a lot, and I feel like I've. I've had fun. This has been a great honor.
1: Well, Cooper Man, listen, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for coming on the show and uh I wish nothing but the best for you moving you know, moving forward and in a injury free season. Um and uh hold on, hold on one sec hold on one second. Let me Uh, I'm sorry, uh, guys. I, I'm sitting here at, at, at my house. I got a family here, and my niece just – oh she's yelling at me. But, again, Cooper, I wish nothing but the best for you moving forward. Have an injury-free free season. I hope you, you know, reach your goal of having 1,000 passing yards. Um, and thanks for coming on the show.
0: All right. Thank you, Ryan.
1: Thank you. Um, that was Cooper Wall, wide receiver for the Davie County War Eagles. Um, you guys, if you can get out to that North Davidson-Davie game, go out there and watch Watch number 81, man. Th- this kid will impress you. And, and if he doesn't, feel free to tell me. Tell me he didn't impress you. And I, and, I, and I will tell you, you're wrong. He has to impress you in some way. Now, he may not. Maybe have performed the best that you might have wanted to perform that game, just how he handles himself, what I like because you're not gonna have your best game every every game, but I appreciate the kid coming on the show and listen, guys, I want you to follow access radio live on Twitter, also on Facebook, find access radio live and if you got any information or anybody you think that I that I should interview, let me know. you can let me know at r. Hayes one seven one at gmail dot com. Send me somebody. I'll be more than happy to take a look at them. I want to cover, I want to cover all all all, all the uh, all the athletes I can. They don't necessarily have to be the best. Um, I, I've covered athletes that don't even play one second in a game because it's really not about that. But let me know, please. I mean, whether from Davie County or any you know any other surrounding county just let me know my email address again r h a y e s one seven one at gmail dot com um you could tweet at me access radio live and we're at access radio live on facebook um i would like to thank everybody for listening today and i hope everybody has a safe rest of the week and this is ryan hayes with Access Radio Live. And once again, thank you for tuning in.